1: The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network, geeky programming for all nerds and otaku across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination, and with the generous support of listeners like you. For more Nerdy Show podcast community forums, and to learn how you can support this and other fine Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com.
2: Welcome to the 38th episode of the Wicked Anime Podcast. My name is Dylan, and uh, all I do is introduce people. So, here we go. (laughs) Across the pond, we have uh, the hard man with hard opinions, Andrew. Here we go! Here we go. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Rolling start. And then, uh, (laughs) the stupid awesome analyst, John. Here we go! Over there, as well as, uh, again, uh, the king baby duck of the Boston Bastard Brigade, Evan.
3: Go, we are... Those
2: weren't even the same words. And returning once again is the Uncommon writer Sean.
1: Hello, everyone. Hi, Sean. Hi, Hi, Sean. (laughs) Hey. Uh, Sean, you haven't been on here since our last homework episode. That's true, because I only do homework. (laughs) We are good cherubs, and we do our homework. You heard that, kid?
2: Send your homework to Sean at wickedanimereviews (laughs) at gmail.com.
4: No, it's just because I like watching like, binge-watching one 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 show at a time and then
1: just talking about it. Yeah. And so if you guys uh, haven't been paying attention for the past four weeks now that after this recording is done, uh, today our homework is JoJo's Bizarre Adventure! No, just kidding, it's Kill a Kill. Yeah, damn right it is. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> the, one
4: of those is infinitely better than the other one.
1: Uh, oh! Well... It, word. Which infinite... Which one is it? Because, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think that... Uh, we've had we have already selected our next episode of Homuaku. Everybody, start watching JoJo's Bizarre Adventure now. It's all free on Crunchyroll, except for Stardust Crusaders, which started yesterday from this recording. So episode one should at least be free now on Crunchyroll. You know what? They'll actually forgive you if you pause
3: the show right now and start watching it, and then come back to the episode later. Agreed. Yep.
2: Yeah. Okay. Well, we're not going to We're, we're going to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back! That JoJo's Bizarre adventure. Ad- adventure. <laughs> stick with it.
1: Though the premiere of Stardust Crusaders was amazing, yeah. a freaking bomb, yeah. it was just as good as, as, was ho- as I was hoping for, and I'm probably not going to watch any other anime this season. We'll get into that later. Yeah. Yeah. Right now, we have some news to go over so we can get to reviewing our homework. It's so time to re- ring the news bell. Ding, ding. ding. News. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> We still do that thing, yeah. yeah. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> so first up in media news, uh, there has been an announcement that there's going to be a new Lupin the Third spin-off anime film. Really? Uh, yeah, and it's actually going to be directed by Takashi Kuike, uh, who directed Redline. Now, um, now, see, he was the animation director on The Woman Called Fujiko Mine, the actual director of a uh, woman called F- Fujigomine is uh, Sayo Yamamoto right the and, director
3: of um ha- Michiko Hachiken
1: right yeah um, and so the the movie is going to be called Lupin the Third's Daisuke Jigen's Gravestone it's going to be a spin-off series based on Jigen
2: mm. <laughs> is it made by the same people who did that last uh Lupin the 3rd
1: series well that's what i'm saying we only know the director right now uh, it was announced that uh, Takashi Kuike was the director Gotcha. Um, yeah, which is awesome because you know he's a great director. It's going to be—he's basically Michael Bay of the anime worlds, according to Sean. According, to Sean, yes. he's got talent. <laughs> yeah, except yeah.
4: whoa, whoa, Michael Bay has talent.
3: That <laughs> yeah. might, that, don't
4: you're
1: going
3: to set me off? Really? <laughs> really? Have you Evan seen the gonna... new trailer for the Ninja Turtles movie? <laughs> hold on, hold on, oh, wait, 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 Whoa, there whoa, whoa, whoa. Go. go.
1: Stop. Let let go. I will. Start Let's get talking. into it. Everybody, stop. Michael Bay is only a producer of Ninja Turtles, even though it is called Michael Bay's Ninja Turtles. And yes, Evan, we should have warned you ahead of time that Sean is a Michael Bay fan, but we love him anyway. Aiding King sucked. <laughs> <sighs> if I could hey, had and you through
4: the internet, I would.
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> you bring up a good point that everybody should check out Hard Truths with Doug, which was on uh, Nerdy Show this past couple weeks. Um, It's on the new... T M N T movie. No, however, it is the older information on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, well, not with like the new stuff that they learned. No, it is. It, it's it's all about the new movie that that's coming out and who should be the best director for it. Oh yeah. yeah. Um I will I I won't spoil anything as to who you think who Doug thinks should be the best director. He picks the top five, which every single one is a great one, but the number one Wes Anderson.
3: <laughs> he went to <do> an awesome <laughs> one. You know, I actually that would be watched Such a weird in, Ninja Turtles movie with
5: him completely.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. uh, um. Have any of you ever read the screenplay that leaked of the Ninja Turtles movie, the new one? Yes.
1: I I actually got it
3: three pages. Yeah, I got about three pages in, too. (laughs) I know exactly the line where I stopped because I couldn't take it anymore. (laughs) And I warned you that there's going to be some foul language because it's verbatim, (laughs) this is what it says. It says, and I quote, Casey Jones, I fucks him. (laughs) Wow. I was like, I give up. That's it. I can't watch. I can't read this anymore.
2: By him, it's referring to your childhood.
1: (laughs) Okay. Next up in media news. (laughs) So Lupin the Third. Yeah. Next up in media news. uh, Space Dandy Season 2 has been slated for July in Japan. So that's an interesting still I still, haven't, right I still haven't finished Space Dandy from this season.
3: Uh, they already announced that it will be simulcasting on Adult Swim as well. It will oh, be. Okay. okay, good. The last episode mentions it.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. I haven't seen
3: any of it yet. Was it good?
1: Yeah, it's really yeah. good, actually, Sean. You should check it out. If, if you like uh, kind of like um, a Cowboy Bebop-esque comedy... It's really interesting the way they do it, because n- not a single episode is connected to one another, so it's yeah. in the format like they were planning on releasing it on Adult Swim.
4: Oh, okay. I'll check it out. I, yeah. just, uh, I just haven't seen it yet.
1: It's and it's it's really fun. It's like a really fun show to watch, but I haven't seen it since episode... So they finish off oh, really well. Like, seven. I think that was the last episode I watched.
2: Yeah. You need to see the race episode.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, actually, I did see that one, because was, it was basically Red Line. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I love the, the ongoing joke that was like, it's time for my last resort. And he <laughs> yeah. just keeps having last resorts.
1: <laughs> well, I like the fact that the bad guy, Dr. Jell, jumps in and, into the yeah, race, and then like, he like passes Dandy. Like He's trying to catch Dandy, but he passes him, and he's like, yeah, we passed Dandy! We're gonna win! <laughs> right. Yeah, it's it's really cleverly written. Uh, still has that Western feel to it. You know, like the director always uses it. I would shows. like to pick some writers' brains on that. Yeah, for sure, if we ever got the chance. So yeah, Sean, definitely check it out if you haven't mm. seen it yet.
3: All right. Well, you oh, should uh, have went and chatted with Daisato at Anime Boston.
1: I know, I had <laughs> questions for him, but I was tired and we had no more memory cards left. I was just
3: tired. It was <laughs> Sunday.
1: <laughs> okay, so next up in media news, from our fan Mike, he sent us a piece of news announcing that, well, this has already been announced, that Sword Art Online 2 is going to have a second season. In July. Yeah, that was right. next to Space. Yeah, we we talked we talked about that um, on uh, a couple episodes ago with where uh, the the sniper with the blue blue hair showed up Whoa. and that's like that's like all it showed.
4: Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. So Sword Art, Sword Art Online Two, there's a second series?
1: Yeah. You don't listen to this show, Sean? <laughs> Hell no. It, it's um <laughs> Yeah, and and uh, they're, they're, it's it's gonna be they're taking it away from fantasy and adding combat. Right. Like, it's it's going to guns. Yeah. Okay, I got... Uh, the, the new piece of information that has come out is that there's an actual synopsis for the show now instead of just that teaser that we got when we first talked about it. Yeah. The synopsis is Kirito starts playing a new game made by an American company called Zakar. The game is called Gun Gale Online and uses guns and magic for combat. That's all. So it's basically Shadowrun. Um, uh, <laughs> it, uh, oh yeah. my
4: god, this sounds exactly like what I wanted the first one to be.
1: Except the first <laughs> yeah. one was
4: awesome. And I was okay with it. So, like, this is just it, like, dialed to 11.
1: Yeah, and now, the the thing of it is, I it's like, Kirito hasn't been scared off video games forever now, yeah, no. really. <laughs> like, I, I think I would be. I think there would be something psychologically wrong with me. I still haven't yeah. seen the show ever, so. But even Maybe still, he's even just
4: if- addicted to this
1: show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. is it is, he get, is it going to be one of those situations where he goes
3: to the game and then it turns out it's going to be like the first season where the where the game has to be
1: completed? And then I don't know. Stuck in like, it. Or the guns actually kill people? I don't know. It's see, that's just it. It's like Kirito's going to be like, damn it, not again. <laughs> don't you read the back of the box, Kirito, before you buy it? Warning, what if you this whole die. time
2: it turns out he's been in the game?
1: <laughs> oh, Whoa. Whoa. it's like the Matrix. <laughs> yeah. Are they going
4: to bring up his sister again? Because that was
1: weird. (laughs) I thought it was his cousin. I don't know, but they haven't um, haven't even brought up Asuna. Yeah, they haven't even brought up the supporting cast. Well, no, the supporting cast is the girl with the blue hair. She's the new supporting character, and Asuna is not mentioned at all yet. That would be super annoying if they have, like, this canon character... That has everything to do with the show. And then it's just like, oh, sorry, he's gone. Yeah, Yeah. because it's not like he hasn't been fighting for two seasons to get her. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It would be like Bakugan. I forgot our (laughs)
2: last conversation about this, but do we know which director is doing the second or this art, Sword Art Online too?
1: No, I I don't know that. Um, Is it the
2: incest one or the regular one?
1: (laughs) (laughs) It might be out there, but I don't know
4: that. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I mean that show was amazing, especially for a a show that could be described as incesty during parts of it. It I don't know, Dylan,
1: you had different opinions
2: about it, right? Well, the second season, I like the first season a lot. Oh yeah,
4: well that's what that's what. Oh, don't get me wrong, the first season was hands down the best season. It just (laughs) it had suspense. Which I mean, is on
2: Netflix now for those who haven't seen it. Just the first oh, season, so that's all you need. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
4: <laughs> the second season's not bad, but you just need to accept that it's going to get weird. Yeah. I'll, I'll accept.
1: It. I, I can accept that. I've been well, watching anime long enough to know where it is. I was about to say, way.
4: You, yeah, you're off the deep end now.
6: Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like that. So, next up in media news. We actually have to finish off media news. We have pieces of Kill a Kill news. Seeing, I found that those being appropriate. They announced that the Blu-ray of Kill a Kill will have a 25th episode. Why? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, a, a lot of people are hoping. A lot of people are hoping for an afterwards. That we, at least from what I've been reading. Because uh, they haven't said what it is, they probably won't tell us what it is until the episode is actually released. Um, Each episode. So yeah, so, <laughs> so I people...
3: did. Uh, I did read that it is supposed to be like a graduation sort of episode where you know all the characters are going to be
1: graduating from the high school. Interesting. Because really? uh, I mean, I mean we'll, we're obviously going to get into more of this, yeah, in a moment. So we'll we'll mention the ending and stuff like that. Yeah, spoilers. Are they going to
2: get into the kill kill college years after that? <laughs>
1: That would be so. <laughs> this world is hilarious. It's like Saved by the Bell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Real quick. Um, last piece of media news. Uh, for a limited time, by the time this episode comes out, the event will be over. But the Cure Made Cafe in the Akihabara will be Kill a Kill themed. They will be serving mystery meat mancan yeah, and choco croquet and <laughs> and one star and three star cakes. <laughs> booking my trip to japan right now <laughs> yeah you got only got like a couple days to make it damn it. um i would like th- I, the mystery meat ones croquettes uh, croquets would probably be pretty funny yeah well they apparently they really are like supposed to be a mystery like they just have like a whole bunch of meats jammed together there's like, they even like from the show they have like little squid tentacles like poking out from the side and like, stuff little like bone, that like chicken bones coming <laughs> out of yeah them too?
4: <laughs> Yeah, I just looked up the website. It's crazy.
1: Yeah, the event's is- over so you can't. So you fans can't enjoy it anyways. So. You can just find it interesting. <laughs> all right, so real quick, that's it for media news. And all we have left is one piece of strange news. Yay, strange news. One piece. So, uh, <laughs> so if you recall on the last episode, or no, it was a couple episodes ago, we talked about the Asian fast food chain Lotteria. They had their... Titan Burger specials, the 10 meter specials mm-hmm. uh and 10 meter tall as you said. <laughs> that it said 10 meter tall it, and yeah. I just I just didn't add in the detail that that's only what it was called not the actual size. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's all. So now they've actually added on to that promotion and participating restaurants introduce the super size Sasha the Potato Girl set. And it's and what you get is a tub of of French fries that adds on to the burger. That well, you get. Define tub?
3: Are we just talking a like tiny? Define tub or are on, we talking back
1: tub? It doesn't say it doesn't say exactly the size of it. That was actually the problem with it with it, with the article that I, I read. It didn't have any portion sizes or anything like that. It was just a load of French yeah, fries. Yeah, the, the portion <laughs> size was tub. <laughs>
3: I'm going to take a bath in these french
1: fries. Ooh, that sounds greasy and wrong. <laughs> what you get with the promotion as well is there are, like, some pin sets that you can get with it. So there, so there's, like, um, uh, different pins for the different guards. Um, of uh, the tub. The, oh, what? <laughs> I'm getting an ad now. <laughs> the tub
2: just looks like a KFC bucket.
1: <laughs> oh. That's a lot of French fries, though. That's a yeah, lot of French fries, but it's not a tub; it's, it's a bucket. I mean, all right, and that's it for strange news. Oh,
4: made it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah that that wasn't um, that wasn't as strange. It's strange out of all the food, but uh, so um, because we are doing a homework episode. We are skipping what we're watching and the Topagachi, and we are just going to be talking about Kill Kill now. Yeah, Yay, Kill Kill. Hey, yes. So I, I think I don't think we need to go into m- much detail on what we all thought of the show. Yeah, um, uh, but we do have to mention that this is the portion where if you haven't watched Kill Kill and you haven't done your homework yet, stop it because we're gonna about to spoil the whole thing. And I don't care if you're one of those people that's like I don't care about spoilers. Uh, come on, <laughs> like care about spoilers. It's a story, people. <laughs> a very beautiful story. Okay, a very beautiful. So, would story. anybody here not give it a really good score out of ten? Like, uh, I, would, I would probably give it like an eight or an eight or a nine, like eight point five out of ten. Four stars. Yeah, it's
3: a, it's I'm. It. I'm actually one of those guys that, like, as soon as the end credits rolled of the final episodes, I just imagined like. Uh, like a 15 minute standing ovation in my brain in some like awards theater of sorts you know
4: why it's because it gave you everything you wanted every time <laughs> exactly
3: like,
4: yeah it wasn't it wasn't one of those animes that's like no we're gonna hold back and uh we're just gonna tease you for the next season or whatever it was like nope we're going to crank the shit to 11 every time. Every time you don't think it could get better, we're going to make it better.
1: Yeah, there was definitely, I'll agree with you there. For the show, there was definitely no point where there was a downward slope. It was always just an upward escalation of crazy-ass action.
3: And I'm yeah. actually happy that, like, Studio Trigger didn't pull a Next at the end and be like, Oh, screw you. There's going to be a second season that's not going to happen, like with Penny and Stalking. Yeah,
1: but, no. but, the, but the thing of it is, that was Hiroyuki Imashi's show right as well I mean like that that's kind of his fault right <laughs> well no because he left Gynix because he didn't like how things were going in there so ah yeah um I me personally uh I, I, I did I really really loved kill a kill because I'm just a studio trigger crazy person I love studio trigger now I forever oh uh, yes. yes Uh, I mean I have been since inferno cop really. Yeah. It, it, it seemed like everybody was kind of um, just been like, oh, man, it's, it's getting so much better. Me, personally, I just I felt like it stayed just good the whole way through. I didn't feel like it escalated at all. It never really excited me to an ex. Like, the ending wasn't like, oh, that was uh, so, like, grand, like, so much better. I just liked it, no, you know? I just thought uh, no, it was I, great.
4: I completely agree with you. I, I don't believe it was, like, an ending that was, like, mind-blowing. What I think it was was it gave you? It was always exactly what you wanted from the anime. Like you have these cool ass characters, and they treated them like cool ass characters. Yeah, they they ignored all the fluff, they ignored all the bullshit, and they were just always like, "Well, here we'll just skip to the fight." How's that? <laughs> Everybody
3: okay with that? It was just you know, it was just they they gave you total satisfaction.
1: Now, Dylan, I, I actually kind of want to know what you what you thought because you didn't you 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 ended it, but you didn't see the whole thing
2: no I it I found it in some parts to be similar to the criticism that people give Dragon Ball Z to where a lot of it just the fights kind of seemed the same to me at a certain point I really enjoyed the first couple episodes but then after that it a lot of it seemed really repetitive to me I still enjoyed it but um I wasn't as invested as you guys were clearly
1: well um well to me Dylan um, I'm I'm kind of in the middle of all you guys like where uh Nothing to me. The best episode of Kill a Kill was still Episode One. Episode One of Kill a Kill was the best thing I have ever seen as far as anime goes. Like I was just like this. is, Like to me, this is an anime. Like this is excellent. Okay, let's um let's go on that. What was everybody's favorite point in Kill a Kill? What like your favorite episode? Even because um I think mine was Twelve. The episode where spoilers Sengetsu like completely absorbs Ryuko for the first time. And like she turns into that green monster life fiber thing, that was my favorite episode. That was pretty awesome. Cause, well, because mm-hmm. that, was, that was also where they introduced uh, Nui. Yeah. Oh. Uh, oh, yeah. That's right. And, oh, yeah. Because oh. Nui. Because Nui. Uh,
4: <laughs> really? She was. She awesome. was
1: probably my favorite villain. Yeah. No, that's what weird. I
4: meant. I mean, like she was just so easy to not like. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's talk about characters. Yeah. Hold, let's right, talk hold about um, characters in a second. Um, yeah. And. Yeah. Um, so I think my favorite episode was—I don't remember the number. You'll have to forgive me. The episode where her friend Manshuko... what was her first name? Mako. Mako. Yeah, Mako. Mako. Yeah. That's right. Uh, Mako as the Fight Club captain. Yeah. Has to Fight her, and you're just
1: like, what? That was a great episode. Yeah. I, oh, I you think took that my might favorite mine, one too.
4: Because it, it was—it was internal conflict. It didn't do anything for the resolution of the story. It was only. Like, strictly for, like, d- developing Mako's and Ryoko's relationship. That was yeah. all of that,
1: you know? Mm. And that that was also what I liked um, was, as you mentioned before, Sean, there wasn't a lot of fluff in the show. Um, where, you know, as far as animes go, there like, almost every single anime you watch has, like, a, Oh, look at this, like, underlying love story. But, like, this story was all about friendship. Like, and you don't see that too often as far as... Anime yeah. goes like there was always like it was always like now we are all friends. The end, yeah,
2: yeah.
1: except for Gamagori, but we'll get to that because that, that was that that was like my favorite thing about the ending. Oh, First off, Gamagori
4: up, was hilarious. Oh, he's my
1: favorite. Uh, we'll get to that. <laughs> <Yes>. First <laughs> off, uh, Evan, what was your favorite episode? Well, because he
3: took my favorite episode, episode seven, because I it wasn't just for the um, it wasn't just for the battle between Ryoko and Mako, but I also just liked how like how they went up the ranks. With that club, just beating the crap out of everybody, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and then Mako was just becoming richer hilarious. and richer and richer. Yeah, yeah. I would have to um, say probably I believe it was episode twenty-two where where Mako got back the uh, the two-starred suit yeah. and just showing how much of a badass Mako really is yeah. when you re- when she really pushes herself.
1: It's too bad uh, Forty Two Believer isn't on this episode. She would um she she hated Mako. She did I not like Mako out. as a kid. People can hate I her. <laughs> um, She was literally designed to be adorable. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, she, okay. So now that we've finished that, let's get on to the characters. Then I guess we can start with Mako, seeing that we're talking about her. Yeah. She had my favorite introduction of a character ever. Where yeah, where that, Ryuko, me too, yeah, where Ryuko sits down in the classroom the first time, and then Mako puts up her book, eats her lunch, and then falls asleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That, yeah i had forgotten I, about that, yeah, <laughs> I saw that, and it it just it killed me i I, I was laughing so hard. Yeah, I loved it just all completely of little... summed
2: up her character too, yeah. yeah, where so many times she's either falling asleep or eating something. <laughs> I just
1: loved all of her little cuts where she's just like just talking. Her yeah, talking, her, her <laughs> moments of hyperbole. Yeah, <laughs> that's um, did, did she any, like wins the
3: day with them. <laughs> did any of you watch? Because um, I sent this to Andrew and Jonathan. Did any of you ever watch um, Doronron and Makun? Or uh, I forget what it's called in English, but it's a Gona Guy anime. And a lot of what, a lot of the characters in this specific anime have the, like each have similar characteristics of what builds. The character of Mako and Kill a Kill.
1: Yeah, did they ever did um did they ever correlate that show with with Mako like as far as like saying yes, this is her inspiration? Not really, but you could. No, but if you ever
3: watch, but if you ever watch Edmakun and then see the character of Mako, you'll be like, oh yeah, this is where this yeah. is where they got the idea for her.
1: Yeah, it's in it's in my uh, uh, my Crunchyroll queue. Yeah, it's around Crunchyroll. i will put a link in the description.
3: Oh, how about the. Uh, the,
4: the what were they? The elite four. The the freaking
1: yeah. Okay, Davas de- or whatever. The devas right? the four devas yeah, yeah. Let's okay. You first off in those in that group. Let's talk about Gamaguri. Yeah. <laughs> who, okay, who here? Mira who's, Gamaguri yeah, whose favorite character? <laughs> wasn't Gamaguri? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna ask that because oh I enjoyed him, but I
4: really like the, the 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 sword guy, uh, just oh, immensely. The uh, the, this, uh,
2: uh, the uh, k- bamboo uh, stick dude. Kamina. Yes. the Kami-na. bamboo stick. <laughs>
3: The, yeah. the head of the sports clubs. Yeah. Okay. No. I I will say I liked um Jakuzure. Was he oh, the No Tech? No, she yeah, was no there was the woman. It was the one with like the musical
1: weapons. Yeah, Nonon. Oh, oh yeah, no no, yeah, no no no. That's how I know her so <laughs> uh yeah, she was adorable. <laughs> yeah. She was cute, but still, like another another really good introduction was Gamaguri. Like, because it was in the he was the first person you saw in the episode where like where he like squeezes through the door, and then that kid runs away from him, and he just jumps off the top of the school and, uh, and, and <laughs> as, as, like, chases he, him down. Yeah, like as he's running down the stairs, you just see him falling toward down, down, down the, he's the laughing.
5: window. Yeah. <laughs> ah,
1: ah, yeah. Ah. Oh man, that like from that instant. I was just like, I have fallen in love with Kill la Kill. Yeah. Like, just the best anime. And his quantum <laughs> state size thing where he can just be whatever size
4: he wants. <laughs> yeah.
1: That was, that was so funny how he just... You can tell that they were like, okay, now he's the... Like, in the storyboards, now he's this size, now he's this size. Oh, what? We don't care. Yeah. Like.
3: <laughs> what's Which episode was it? It was, like, right before the um, Naturals election... When you just see the four the Elite Four just walking away from the from the campus and they're just throwing random punches and just making everybody fly away. And there's a just like lifts his like fists up like every couple seconds and just sees a lot that a guy like It was always
1: it was always really funny too, because um when he needed to be a serious character, he was. Where and it wasn't like like oh I'm I'm dead serious now, like but uh when when a character needed to talk to him, he would Talk to them like yeah. it was weird, but it was yeah. it worked. Yeah, and, and I kind of like
4: how all the characters had the same reaction that we're having when they when it happened. It
1: was just like so. So we're just talking. Then? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like the episode, like the Fight Club episode where, um, or, or it was it was a little bit before that maybe where um, Gamaguri sees them. It, he's in his fancy car outside of the school, and he find uh. out that he's twenty one, so he has a driver's license. <laughs> and, um, and who here like, he wants just, that car? By the way. <laughs> yeah, and and he just gives uh, Ryuko and Mako a ride because they're outside of school, so he's not the disciplinary committee person, you know.
2: Yeah, so that was surprising. Yes,
1: yeah. mm. and, and and he actually allies with them because the other clubs are trying to fight students on the outside of school, and it's Gamaguri's duty to protect those students outside of school. Yeah, Great I character. I just wasn't yeah. expecting it. Yeah, he's just he's just an amazing. I mean, he's kind of up our alley, like as far as wicked anime goes, like. The man-made type. Yeah, how we're all yeah. like, oh, Kenshiro, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Well, Gamaguri. So yeah. you know, <laughs> he's added up in those ranks now. So all right, so let's let's talk about the the, the, the two that we haven't spoken about yet:
4: Ry- yeah. Ryoko and, and Satsuki. Oh, yep.
1: oh yeah. Okay. Um, okay. First, um, Ryuko was an awesome main character. And my reason to think that she's a great main character is because she's she was kind of cliche in the fact that, you know, she was a new student who didn't know anything. Therefore, people could um, t- give her expositions to move the story along. But the other thing was she was a complete and total badass who was not immune to being silly. You yep. know, because, like, whenever, whenever you know, like, Mako would give her a hug or something like that, she would get that look on her face that w- that was, like... You know, kind kind of like a normal girl kind of feeling, but she could still beat somebody up. You know, it's it was it was kind of it was kind of weird too because she was um no matter what happened to her previously, she always wanted to kick some ass. Like, yes,
4: yeah. she it was her answer for everything. Yeah,
1: yeah, everything was always a fight. But but she knew, especially but when when she met with uh, Makos family. That was when she was kind of just normal. Like you knew she knew how to be normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. That's that's a good. Way. She knew how to be normal, whereas these other main characters in anime are always just a one dimensional character. And Ryuko's not. She she's she, yeah for the kind of show that Kill a Kill is. She actually, if, yeah, that's actually kind of a good point. For the kind of show that Kill a Kill was and is, none of the characters they all had other sides to them. Yep, mm. which was weird. Yeah, which is also really interesting, uh, the fact that um, the show itself kind of tricks you in almost a sense for the first 12 episodes, and then the second half of the series turns it all around on its head, which means you like, really have to kind of stick with the idea that the one-note one, one note show kind of thing is going to go away, because you would never expect that. Mm. Right. Well, I mean, uh, and,
4: and to, to other people I've described this show to, I often liken it to Gurren Lagann,
5: Mm-hmm.
4: And in in so much that it's the the first half of the show only sets it up for the second half, right? But yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> and, it, and it is it is a perfect uh, to me. It's almost not a perfect uh, analogy to to Gurren Lagann in 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 so much as what Gurren Lagann was to ridiculous mecha animes, this is to ridiculous magical girl animes. And it just it just took it and it turned the concept on its head and then just cranked it to eleven.
1: <laughs> yeah. And mm-hmm. that's what Hiroyuki um, Masu is, is good at because you know he, he also directed Girl Lagan. Right, right. So, I'm yeah. just saying, but like the 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 parallels are definitely there. Yeah, right. Um, and and that's kind of interesting. I wonder. You know, it, you got to kind of look at it because I mean, even. Panty and Stocking was kind of the same way where it, it was kind of one note at the beginning where it was just like, oh, haha, ha, these are segments about, like, it's going to get really sexual, you know? <laughs> and, and then it kind of turns around at the end, like, whereas, don't get me wrong, Panty and Stocking didn't change too much, not like the rest of these shows do. But it's almost like um, Hiroyuki Yamashi makes a career out of making shows that are completely one note tropes and then turning them all around and making a fantastic finale. Mm. Well, I, and I really appreciate that because
4: he can take something that's a genre which is what he did, yep. which is amazing because you you want to start with things that people recognize. That's how you get them in, yeah. And then he takes them and he fills them out. He gives you all the little bits that you didn't have to to, to like sustain the genre in and of itself, and he makes these characters much more worthwhile in, in the end than than say just like a. a, a you know, let's be honest. Uh, Sailor Moon is not nearly as satisfying as Kill a Kill is because you know the hero's going to win. You know they're going to fight and they're going to beat the bad guy and all that nonsense. But like, whereas in Kill a Kill, the Ryoko lost as much as she won. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, and she yeah, like, she yeah. definitely got her teeth kicked in.
1: On several occasions, yeah. Uh, So then, uh, maybe it would be a good time to switch over to the other her parallel character, which was Satsuki. Oh, Uh, see, um, this was
2: the character I loved. Those eyebrows.
1: (laughs) (laughs) She was a really interesting character from the beginning for me, uh, just because they really did set her up to be a villain. I don't know; she just kind of felt that way the whole time. eh? Yeah. Then you realize
4: she's not a villain; she's just Batman.
1: But the th- <laughs> yeah, the thing of it is, it's true because she never truly felt like she switched sides at the end, which is awesome. It's mm-hmm. good because that's how she was like le- legitimately brought up by her mother was to always be so ruthless and evil, Seven and even steps
4: ahead of everyone.
1: Yeah, and yes. even spoilers when when she switches sides um, on at, in the second half of the series, she still is pretty bad, you know. Like not not like she's a bad guy anymore, but like she 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 doesn't necessarily want to be anybody's ally.
4: I mean, but that's just who she is, and that she's was, the one. I love how thing. they stuck with their gun. She wasn't all immediately buddy buddy. Yeah, you know, everything she did was always for a reason and had a purpose, and that's what she was looking to do. Um, right. yeah. I mean, the Satsuki was it was fantastic. written they never deviated from her character in order to grow her. Yeah, um, which is what you need to do.
1: Right. That being said, um I, I do have to say that Sasuke was probably my least favorite character in the show. Oh um, really? Yeah. Not to say that like that she ruined the show for me or anything like that, because she didn't. She was she was, you know, a good a good villain for the time being. It's just that there were much better villains than her. Well, like
3: that's, it, uh, yeah, but
1: that's in, the point in, though.
4: Yeah, that was my counter argument. Yeah, is she wasn't actually the villain. She wasn't ever supposed to sustain that level of, of of enmity throughout the entire series. And in fact, let's be honest, once you finally did switch sides, it was incredibly satisfying.
3: And out of nowhere, too.
4: Yeah, when you realize that, oh my god, this is what, oh my god, they're all fighting on the same side. <laughs> oh my god!
1: Yeah, you were that, doing that. You were fangirling the whole way through. <laughs> Sean, that's actually the exact thing that I did for episode, episode 15, uh, 15, 16, and 17. I was like, oh, surprise! Oh, surprise! <laughs> well, and then um, and it was it was kind of funny because I think they kind of knew that every all the viewers would need a buffer, um, for what just happened because it took me a few episodes to still kind of learn like oh now who's on whose side and they kind of slowly eased you into that over the course of two or three episodes after the whole switch. Yeah. Yep. But the best part about about the whole switch thing is, from the first half of the series, it's not out of the realm of disbelief that they could join sides. You know, like the like the time that Ryuko fought the Elite Four for the first time to, to you know to, so Ryuko could get to Satsuki to fight her finally. And then, like, those times outside of the school where, like, they, they were talking about, they you know, they had honorable fights and, like, you know, Gamaguru was protecting them when they were outside of school and things like that. It made you believe that they could be allies, you know, in that time. And then when they do become allies, it wasn't just, like, whoa, 180 right there. Yeah. You know, oh, we're all allies yeah. now.
4: Well, <laughs> in, in all fairness, I think, like, and even Satsuki was saying, she was testing Ryoko, like, to make sure that she could handle what was to come. Mm. Right. Right. I never thought um, about that that way. Yeah, she said so in the series. Oh, she did? Yeah. Yeah. Like, her challenging Ryoko the whole time. She was always trying to find someone to help her take down her mother. <laughs> and there were Ryoko several people comes challenging along and She's like perfect. Yeah. Nailed it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, and, and that was just fantastic. Not to mention, and because this word gets brought up on animes I watch, apparently. Also, the weird incest-y relationship with her mother—that <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, uh, that was that was more of her mother's thing. Though. I'm just like her, saying that her, got like, weird. Like, yeah, like the, yeah. The mother was like, uh, well, because because you have to think like how absolutely out of her mind her mother their mother is. Oh my god! Yeah. Yes. Um, so so it doesn't surprise you that because her, her mother's one goal was the life was the life fibers. And, um, and the fact that Satsuki was, you know, air quotes, on on her side makes it like, oh, look how loving of a mother I am now. Like, look how close I am, like, really close to I am to my daughter because she's on my side. And then as soon as that doesn't happen anymore, uh, just loses control. And so... and But because but she still had that one goal of the life fibers are the most important thing ever.
4: Yeah. I just oh my god that woman was so creepy
1: yeah it's and the yeah. funny Out thing was as a, as a villain um Sasuke's mother was very good in, in the case that in, or in the fact that um her evil plan to take over the world was a very good one at, <laughs> while being very ridiculous at the fact that all cl- clothes are aliens um I mean like <laughs> she had a a, a a step past destroying the earth you know where like she would take over the earth turn everybody into into life fibers and then the life fibers would explode and take over the rest of the universe you know usually when it like the in the james bond villain kind of ways where it's just like oh i'm gonna take over the earth i don't know what to do after that she has a step too. <laughs>
2: <laughs> she's yeah. not just gonna go to like the bahamas and chill for a while
1: <laughs> right yeah See, but <laughs> sit on her piles of money and with, yet,
0: with her
2: cat
1: yeah and yet i still don't understand the whole if you take over the world and kill everybody in it, then who are you ruling over? Well, that's just it. She was just going to take over the whole universe. Like, after she destroyed the Earth, there were plenty of other planets that she could take the life fibers to and do the same thing over and over again. <laughs> you guys have been watching the new cosmos. There are billions of universes that she could take <laughs> over. No, I just... the,
4: the, the And that was it. Is all of these characters were just so good at what they
1: were meant to do. They, I mean, again, he took the genre and then he just made it better. You refined it. It wasn't also just the genre. He he also made a satire of the genre. Yeah, Cause obviously that too. Because because obviously the clothing thing that was a, that was a straight satire. <laughs> oh of, yeah, of sure. everything, and especially because all the characters pointed it out. Like Ryoko the whole time was like, "Are, are you serious? Like I'm not wearing anything, you know?" <laughs> like, and uh, but that's when uh, Sengetsu was just like, "Oh, you have to." You, you like wear you to me to embrace the not wearing. Yeah, anything. yeah. <laughs> like embrace the shame, like the shamelessness of it. You know, it was just so funny. Yeah, which we 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 totally neglected. I was I've been thinking about it the whole time we were talking about these characters was Sengetsu. Oh, well, yeah, and yeah, yeah. If you think about it, like the, there's only one thing that I can think about talking about Sengetsu is that like he's. He's definitely a support character. He's not really like a wisdom esque character. He's, I felt like he's he just was, kind of a weapon. I felt like he was my best friend that whole yeah, time I was watching. He was
4: that. Oh, what I was referred to as like the voice in the head. Like it was her yeah. and it was it was always Ryoko and that other voice and that was Senketsu. It was It was it like it her was,
3: subconscious.
4: Yeah, like I feel like he existed literally to be able to have dialogue in places where there wouldn't normally be dialogue. But that said, yeah. like, he still had character. Like, he still had... Uh, yeah.
1: You know, it wasn't just a, a blank slate. It was, you know... It's true, because there's... that. That's actually true. Didn't mention that he was a character. Like, even though he's, he's like, a piece of clothing, but, like, I could emotionally connect with Sengetsu because there were... T- a ton of times, like, countless amounts of times in the series where Ryuko, like, just finally turned and was like, you know what, Senkenzu, I don't need you anymore. I don't want to wear you. I don't even want to look at you. And he would You would feel to, bad. You would feel yeah. bad for him because if you think about it, he's a shirt. All he does he just hangs there. He can't move on his own or anything like that. He just, he, he's just stuck to hang there if, if uh, Ryuko doesn't want him. Yeah. But, you the, know? but the thing is, though, is he did, like, he, whenever Ryuko would say stuff like that to him, he would feel bad like that. And, uh, but he, cause he was her friend, like, and and that's what he felt. He, the only person he had in the world was her cause nobody else could hear him. Yeah. So like, yeah. so he, so they were friends and that's what he wanted was like, like, you know, thank you for being my friend. Yeah. And in opposite to that, um, we should talk about, or, or I just want to mention real quick, Jungetsu, um, Satsuki's uniform, which I, it's, it's really, uh, he's a really interesting, he or she is a really interesting case because th- you never hear it speak. No. And you never knew its intentions. Was Jungetsu evil? Like, was, was he actually a bad life fiber? Yeah. Or was
3: she, or was she, or she built to be evil because of the mother?
4: I don't right.
1: think he
3: was built to be anything. I actually think that was
4: the difference between Sengetsu and Jungetsu. Was Jungetsu was, was the, the weapon. weapon. Like, yeah. he was literally a something designed for a specific purpose, which is why he didn't speak.
1: And everybody treated him like an object, right? yeah. which, was, but,
4: which is why he could switch wearers,
1: yeah. you know? And, but the thing, the thing of that is, though, that also – because I got to know Sengetsu – it also made me um, inadvertently pity Jungetsu, too, because they, because they were using it as a tool. Yeah. Like, like mm. when like the last time you see it and, and Ryuko rips off Jungetsu, and, like, and Jungetsu's covered in blood and trying to crawl away, and then Satsuki throws the knives into him and sticks him to the bone and like, you're not moving. Yeah. You know I, I pitied him because it was like because it, it was like oh it just wants to get away yeah like, you know? it's, it's not a good or a bad guy it's it just was it, was it was being used and I think yeah. that
4: even shows up in in how they like spoke of them because when Junk- uh, Sungetsu was used it, it was called it was life fiber synchronized it was it was Ryoko and Sungetsu working together yep. when you used Junketsu it was life fiber override which meant you were just taking over yeah you were mm-hmm. using
1: it was a difference of how they literally how they operated completely now that we are analyzing that here on the show it's never that's never explained in yeah. the in the show like that's that's psychology of the show, which is crazy once you think about it yeah
4: i mean I just that's what I always took away from it was you know, one was a tool and the other one was a friend. And that was the difference between the one side viewed the, the,
1: the, the god robes and the other side viewed the god robes, you know? So, I think I think we've, we – I know we didn't cover all the characters. Actually, because um, we yeah. just
4: skipped over all of Nudist
1: Beach because that was weird. Yeah. <laughs> Nudist Beach w- was funny to me because, like, they, they were definitely comic relief in a way because they weren't always funny. But they were definitely their comic relief. Um, uh, and. GTR. <laughs> DTR <laughs> D- he, well it's funny because like DTR like he didn't it didn't mean anything no it, it did it had a meaning but because they said it in that one episode and he's like no it's yeah, DTR because he hated the name so much yeah he's like, the it's Mohawk D-T-R.
2: dude was like yeah he hates that name
1: yeah <laughs> Um, but, yeah, it, it was funny because, like, even they were definitely the comic relief in the end because, like, when, when the, in the final fight, when they jump up onto the ship and they're like, you forgot about us! And then the mother just No, yeah, them. well, it's and like, you will fight our du- uh, double DTR! Yeah. Like, <laughs> and no one cares. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they combine their DTRs together to make a double DTR. It's like, okay, thanks. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> uh, what's his name? Like, like that, the the teacher. Yeah. The guy who was hidden as the teacher. So the first time the glowing nipples thing happened cracked me up so much. <laughs> we saw just, a lot of those at Anime Boston. Yeah, there yeah. were a lot of there were a lot of nudist speech at uh, at Anime Boston, and then a lot of him like with people would just like put with, purple but, LED lights yeah, on, their LED oh, on their nipples. I <laughs> told you that was so cool. gonna Joy. happen.
5: Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was that was funny. Um, yeah, I, I really... I, I like the idea of Nudist Beach, and I like the idea that when people became allies, they kind of joined Nudist Beach, where, like, the characters were just wearing the the black... Um, like, you the know, utility belts. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Very specifically placed utility belts.
1: Yeah. <laughs> which leads into the next thing that I wanted to talk about, which was how they handled the fan service. Because technically it's not fan service because everybody got naked. Like, there, there was nobody who was hidden from this at all. Everybody got naked at one point, therefore it's okay.
3: <laughs> Which kind of reminded me, again, of the ending to Dora on and Coon because it end, that show ends with, like, the biggest nudie fest like ever imaginable.
1: <laughs> well, going to Guy. Yeah, yes, going, to going guy. Guy. Um, But 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 you see the thing is, too, when they release TV things onto DVD... They usually um, uncensor them. You know, they they, they have specific censors for TV. They either put a character in the way or an extra drawing in the way. Or they even just use the infamous, like, appearing black shadow or white beam. Or white light beam. Or or white light. Light beam. Um, this show, like, whenever they had the purple glowing on the nipple and the crotch areas, those were actually there. Like that, cause, it because was part can, of that character. Yes. Yeah. So like, so when they when they release Kill a Kill on DVD, it's gonna be exactly the same. Like, yeah. there, I still think there's gonna be like no nudity in it. The only Just. thing that's gonna change, there was one part where they censored it, and it was when um, Nui got her arms cut off. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. yeah. So so like for the sh- for the show, there was no specific like time where where it's like oh they're going to change that later and on blue uh, when they release it on blu-ray it's going to have nudity. In yeah, it. there were plenty of times where you see characters in full nudity with no lights or anything like that. They just didn't have any like yeah. details drawn on.
2: Yeah, <laughs> no nipples, no genitalia. Yeah. Like it when like, like when,
1: when it
4: because it wasn't about the nudity. It was like that, that was just like a a side effect of the story. Yeah, know? but
1: yeah yeah, but exactly. It, but technically, exactly. it was though. I mean, like it was about the nudity because it's all about not wearing clothing. Like that's what the like right, when but it you break about, down.
4: It, it was about not wearing clothing. It wasn't about being naked.
1: Yeah, like like it wasn't fan service. Like yeah. you know, like it, oh it, now her was, shirt's off. Like it wasn't
4: inherently sexual. It was literally right, about the right. clothing.
1: Yeah, like because because the clothing was the enemy. So you don't wear clothing because that's yeah. the enemy. Yeah. However. <laughs> In the beginning though there was a lot of fan service for Ryuko, especially in the no late day episode where where you know you couldn't be late for school so like the the elite four set up traps to get to the school yeah. and Ryuko didn't have Sengetsu because her mom was, because um, Mako's mom was washing it so she oh, yeah. ran to the school in her pajamas <laughs> there were a lot of times where she just got her pants pulled down for no reason Oh yeah that's right <laughs> uh, well, that, I
4: mean but I mean you can't have a magical girl enemy without
1: fan service But but that was but, but <laughs> that also it was so obvious because it happened every single time like she got yeah, her yeah. Pants pulled down. that that was again part of the satire that uh, that they created absolutely and especially in like the first episode the first time Mako gets captured she's hung upside down yet her skirt is like is like pulled up in the middle so you can't see your panties yeah. yeah you know they might actually change that in the blu-ray dvd they might they might hang things lower who knows but I hope they I, see. I hope they don't because I thought they kept it classy, and I really appreciate it. And that, that was what I
4: liked about it. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, was that's classy what was like. the whole
1: way through. That's what I was just about to say. Like, who's with me on that? Like, no uncensoring of what they showed on TV because it, cause it was so nice that whenever they uncensor things to on the Blu-ray, you're like kind of like, oh, great, it just took a step backwards for well, me. Yeah, I mean,
4: and that's just it. Is again, it wasn't sexual in nature. It was it was about the story, and that was to me the, the important part of it.
1: Yeah. Um, Which is
4: well, parts of it were sexual. <laughs> Usually the stuff involving Satsuki.
3: Well, let me ask you guys something. Do you know the meaning behind the title of the show, Kill la Kill? Do you know what it actually is a pun on, right? I thought about that uh, probably right before I watched the last episode, and I don't think I do. Well, the thing is, uh, when you spell out kill in Japanese, you know, the English version, it's yep. kiru. In kiru, in Japanese... It means fabric or clothing. So the, the title of the show is really Kill the Clothing.
1: Huh. Wow. That's that's really interesting. I, uh, man. <laughs> I didn't I, I had no idea. They well, could
2: just call it Kill the Clothing though, so
1: I have okay. it, I actually have them
3: I have it right here, the meaning. For for Kira kill, kill in Japanese Kiro can mean cut and it can also mean wear. So like kill the wear
4: or where to kill or where the
3: cut or cut the where cut it
4: the where it works on like different levels <laughs> that's that's really interesting yeah clothing basically the cut
1: yeah basically all it means is kill is something to do with clothing because japanese yep. yeah yeah
4: <laughs> so so what was everybody's favorite part
1: like overall just like the moment in the series that yes. was like the best Mm. Well, that's a really good question. That's a tough one because uh, there's, like, specific pieces of the series that kind of yeah. were just like, ooh, that was great. Ooh, that was great. I like, mean, I, I liked
4: how they did that. Honestly, episode 15 is a huge moment in my in my love of the show where everybody just, like, when Satsuki switches sides. I was just uh-huh. like, because, again, it was that moment where you're just like, oh, my God. <laughs>
1: Yeah. She, she jaw did like drop 17. when that oh, 17. I'm
4: sorry.
1: Yeah. It, it would have to be 17 then because episode 17 is the episode where you find out where spoilers, Ryuko and Satsuki... <laughs> now you're getting spoiled. <laughs> Ryuko and Satsuki are sisters. Yes. Like that all was, of uh, that.
4: That whole episode, you're just, yeah. you just jaw drop, dropped on floor. It never I had assumed
2: that from the very beginning of the series, though.
4: Well, I had assumed... I, I had... Thoughts about that, but like it, it's the confirmation. Like this show was all about delivering on the things that yeah. it sets up. It wasn't. It, it wasn't about the surprise. It was about the, the finishing the motion.
1: You know, it's funny because when we when we talk about what our favorite moment was, I guess that kind of it kind of correlates with uh, the thing of like what what was our favorite episode because of what happens in them. However, there was one part that I really pulled at my heartstrings, which was the part where um, Ryuko gets, gets her mind taken over by Jungetsu when they force her to, like, when Nui and, and Sasuke's mother force her to put on Sun-getsu, or Jungetsu, and, like, she sees her life as if it were normal. Like, where you see her grow up with her mom and uh, oh, see her yeah. in preschool. Oh, yeah, that was messed up. Yeah, go, go, to, go to middle school and then get married, and that's what... You know um, what changes has her changed sides for the moment? But the interesting thing was when um, was when Mako wears Sungetsu and jumps into um, Ryuko's being, and she's still in the wedding dress. So like is not, is is not the one who's fighting everybody. Uh, Ryuko is is the bride standing at the altar there. So she's stuck in this reality that like she, you know doesn't has, exist. has changed her. Yeah. Yeah. So, therefore, like, that's what created a successful villain in that moment for you. Because it could have just been like, oh, she's, she switched sides because of evil, and now she's back. But, like, they actually gave meaning to it by, by literally changing her memories. I liked, uh,
4: I was a very big fan, and this is probably the tokusatsu fan of me. Like, every time the Elite Four got a new set of armor...
1: <laughs> yeah, that was pretty cool. Oh, my yeah. God.
4: They just kept getting cooler and cooler because they went from, like, <laughs> ridiculous over-the-top grandiose, and then they just kept, like, stripping it down to, like, the essentials. And I yeah. just thought it was funny because usually it's the other way around. Mm-hmm. And, like, the yeah. ones at the end were just fantastic because
1: they were just as little clothing as possible that still conveyed the message. Right. Yes. Oh. I agree. Yeah. Agreed. Well, oh, well cuz um cuz they all got like at the end in uh in that final episode when there were or not final, it was a couple episodes before. They all had, you know, Sengetsu uh Gengetsu style clothing mm-hmm. where where they, you know, were missing the midriff portion of their costume or something like that. And it was that was awesome. Like that cuz they all had, you know, oh, if they were to wear Sengetsu, like this is what they would look like kind of a thing. Mm. So we covered a lot to do with the show. Let's discuss the ending, um, like how it ended. Was it wasn't a successful ending. Uh, the fact that there almost can't be a second season. Uh, they like it. It legitimately ended the show. It's over.
5: Yeah, uh, which yeah. is
1: nice. Uh, I'm gonna go straight to my favorite part, which was the credits. And Gamagori holding the tiny flowers for Mako because is like the whole time they were kind of building up to that, and then they just had like this cute little suggestion that he's about to ask Mako out. I thought that was hilarious how they did that. <laughs> uh, I I
4: think it closed it well. I think it did it. I think it did what I love in stories that happens so rarely nowadays in the world of franchises and you know all of that nonsense where it did finish it. Yep. Yeah, it said no, we're done.
5: You know, thank goodness because. Story.
4: Again, a Western style of writing. Yeah. Almost. Well, I mean, even in Western stuff nowadays, that happens less. Everybody loves to leave things open. You know, they yeah. want more you franchise
2: know. that yo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
4: and this was, I told the story. I'm finished. Trilogies everywhere.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, and if and if you notice, that's kind of what Studio Trigger's been doing. Studio Trigger con- has constantly been making material like and jumping from just the one uh-huh. project to the next project to the next, like. Inferno Cop Inferno Cop was over They are making a season 2 Which is amazing But it was over You really didn't have to Continue that If you didn't I mean it was Inferno Cop uh, little Witch Academia, um, you know, they, they made that short little movie, and then people were interested in seeing another one, so they were like, well, guess, fans paid for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're like, well, I guess we have to make another one now. And then they made went and made Kill a Kill, did the, their Kill a Kill thing, and now they're probably going to go make a new series, you know? Yeah. I can't wait to see the, what they do next. They are doing right.
3: Inno Battle Wanichijo Keino Nakade, which means Inno Battle in the Usually Days. <laughs> Oh. Okay. Yeah, they um, have only announced that Trigger is the one that's animating it and doing everything to produce it. They haven't announced who's going to be
1: you know, the scriptwriter or the director. Ooh, the art has already got me on board.
2: <laughs> you did oh. just remind me a, a minute ago of what my favorite moment was, which was when Mako was over. Um, what was the big guy's name again? G. Gamagori. Gamagori. G- yeah, Gamagori. And he was. Thought to be dead or extremely hurt, and she started tearing up, and then all of a sudden, her eyes became like faucets. I laughed uh, pretty hard at that. It almost reminded me of um, like a SpongeBob type gag. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well. And and it was kind of it's kind of funny because you know yeah okay if he if he really was going to die they would have made it sadder mm-hmm. but of course Mako's a comic relief character and they made her do that yeah you know you know he's not dead I yeah. mean they wouldn't I mean they, it
2: was just I, so sincere and she actually just like regular teared up and then all of yeah. a sudden water just started pouring straight out of both of her eyes <laughs>
1: yeah it was it like, wouldn't no be though. Mako otherwise
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mom, um, like
1: I'm not quite dead yet. <laughs> yeah. um, I thought, yeah, they, the way they they just finished it was good. You know, the the villain is dead, world is safe, uh, school, the the academy is gone. Like, yeah, it, like, yeah. What's up with school? Like, like what's going on? Like, well, go the- And then we'll <laughs> go and Mako go on a date.
3: Hooray!
1: Well, well a, a date. It was it was a girl's day out. Like she just said date because she's the epitome of hyperbole. That's a Brian Regan album. That was a Brian <laughs> Regan album. Um, Everybody go buy it. Brian Regan's great. Um, so, uh, But but the, one of the amazing things that they did with the show was the entire time, the, from episode one to episode 24, they you were only in that little mountain town with the school at the top. And then all of a sudden, the school is gone. And here's the rest of the world. Yeah, and, um, yeah, they're looking... They're, they're in Tokyo Center, mm-hmm. and, you know, they're they're going shopping and stuff like that. Like, I mean, and they, they pointed out, like, especially when the life fibers started to take over the world at the, at the end of the show, too, when everybody was getting absorbed mm-hmm. into the life fibers, they showed you that there were other places around the world, but beforehand, you really didn't know. You really had no idea that anything else existed, because mm-hmm. yeah. everything, everything took place on that little mountain island uh, with the school at the top, mm-hmm. And then um, uh, and then, you know, once it's gone... Well, there, there's the rest of the world. They're out in it, you know. It's interesting. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, that was a, that was kind of funny too, because because uh, after the show was over, the with the credits thing, they were like, oh yeah, and now they're just normal girls. Like even Satsuki, like yeah, cut her like, hair our, and everything. Yeah, like cut that. her hair, going clothes shopping. And and she was having so a girl- cute with the hair cut off. <laughs> see, well, I I have a thing for girls with short hair anyway, so <laughs> that made it 100 percent better anyway. Um, but <laughs> she um, reminded me of Akane from uh, Ramen One Half. Yes, like, a little bit. <laughs> um, but uh, but you know it shows them being normal. They uh, you know ha- yeah. ha- having ice cream. The, they all the, lost their badass edge. Yeah, none of them were like mean or anything like that anymore. They were just like normal girls. <laughs> the, the elite four, as I as we were talking about before, you know, Gamaguri has a little flowers for Mako. Uh, but uh, they're they're. Stalking them like almost like they're oh here's the other friends group preparing to help their friend help these or uh, join up with these friends kind of a thing. You could
3: you could as well just play
1: the friendship is magic theme song during the end credits. It'd be the same yeah. thing. <laughs> it was it was it was a very friendship ending like the fr- like friendship is everything kind of that, that's kind of what the whole show was though. I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, I liked it too. Overall, in in looking back on the entire show. When you started out, it's kind of the same way that Full Metal Alchemist did what it did, where you look back at the beginning of the show and you're just like, "Wow, I really didn't know a lot from what I knew now." <laughs> like it got so like intense with all of the amount of information that you needed to know, where like the, now there's all these factions and there's all these um, these plot points and there's new bad guys and things like that. Where at the beginning of the show, it was just a girl looking for a second half of a pair of scissors. Fantastic. All show. right. Everybody should watch it. Get yeah, absolutely. It. If 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 you still decide to listen to this episode and you haven't watched it yet, it's all free on Crunchyroll. Go watch it for sure because Kill a Kill is amazing. It's Anything a- ma- that Studio Trigger makes, I am on board with. Agreed. Yeah, uh, yeah everybody go watch Inferno Cop. <laughs> what you can. <laughs> Um, we'll put all Studio Trigger stuff down in the description for you to watch. I hadn't watched it for a long time. I actually just finished it uh, yesterday, before the, prior to this recording, and I had about ten episodes to go. And those ten episodes went by really easily. Like it's yes. a very e- it's a very easy show to watch right through. It's a good marathon show. And I
3: know that Aniplex of America they have licensed it for American distribution. They're going to be paying oh for. They're going to be releasing the seventy dollars Blu-ray DVDs. <laughs> You know what's sad? I'm actually contemplating buying those Blu-ray DVDs. That's how much I loved this show.
1: Oh yeah, I'll buy it. I'm, I mean, and with AniPlex, I'm still waiting for Ori Emo Season 2 to come out, so I want to get that one. <laughs> now, let's get back on to regular Wicked Anime track, and uh, we're going to move on to some fan service. We've had quite a bit build-up over the past couple... Of yeah, because um, we were at conventions. Yeah, we'll um we'll, we'll move through them pretty quickly, though. Um, we, have, we have a couple things... Um, Oh, boy. We got Um, some Tapagotchi suggestions. We got things that we learned from cons. Uh, We have somebody who asked us Tumblr questions, and we got people who asked us what we're watching for the spring season of anime. Let's start with that one real quick. Okay. Um, Matt has asked us what we will be watching for this new spring season of anime. Mm -hmm. My four are JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Episode one has already been out and watched, and it is amazing. Go watch it. Second one is Keroro, which is the um, which is a short series uh, flash animation from um, Keroro Gunzo or Sergeant Frog. Um, it's it's a it's a three minute short one. Um, is that
3: licensed anywhere yet? Because I really wanted to see that
5: one.
1: Um, I don't think so. <sighs> the The other one that was really suggested to to me was uh, Captain Earth, which is a mecha anime. Somebody only posted one picture of it, and it was like a. A um, a Gundam with big O arms as the robot. So it's not so.
3: Japan's equivalent to
2: Captain Planet. Good.
1: <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. Unless it is. That would be kind of cool if it was like that, that giant robot. No littering! I right. get no nothing
2: littering. but Captain Planet images when I Googled it, though. No, same
1: here. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, jeez, what was the other one? I... Was- oh, Soul Eater Not Oh, yeah, yeah. Soul Eater Knot is, is coming out, and I will definitely be watching that. It's made by, you know, um, same people who did Soul Eater. It's about three freshmen who just joined the Academy. Uh, one of them's a weapon, and two of them are Meisters, and the weapon needs to figure out which one she wants her uh, to be the Meister of. It's really cute, and I've read the manga for it as far as I could possibly get, and I totally want to watch it. Yeah. Anybody else? You going to be watching that one, Sean? Uh, now that I know about it,
4: probably. I'm, I'm going back through Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood right now.
1: Oh, oh good. Because we're probably going to really do another homework that on that. Show. Yeah, we're probably going to do homework on on Brotherhood. Oh, okay. Let me know.
2: Oh, cool. So Captain Earth is made by or produced by Bones, right? Yes. That's what it says here.
1: So Game of Thrones. Uh, next up in <laughs> fan service. Do, okay. We're really, really sorry um, uh, about this one coming up. because uh, It's our it's from our fan from Iceland. Um, uh, his name the is um, is uh, Ipor or uh, as I it could also be pronounced Ithor. Um, I'm I'm really sorry if I pronounced it wrong, but you had some really awesome stuff that you wanted to share with us. Or, or, <laughs> um, uh, l- please email us back and let us know how we pronounce it, just in case you want to. Answer. So he he comes to us. Uh, he he messaged us on Facebook. He said, "Hello, longtime listener here and a huge fan. Uh, I'm writing a tiny suggestion for a segment on your show." Uh, um, which we – he knows he's already – we've touched on it a little bit, which was uh, Bad Endings, but he wants us to work on WTF Endings. Like, WTF Just Happened um, is is what he titled it, uh, which is completely different. That is very, very different um, from A Bad Ending. Where you can like it's almost like when you're watching Evangelion. Evangelion doesn't have a bad ending, but what just happened? Uh, it's kind of like that. Martial um, Arts
2: was a good WTF.
1: <laughs> yeah, Martial was. We should probably save all these for. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so, so he wants to do. He says that he thinks it would be a, it would be a fun topic for us, and I agreed with him. I let him know that we would add it to the library, so uh, we should probably work on that. For, uh, for a good topic. That'll be a good one. Yeah, that'll be a good topic. We'll Thank do. you, man. Oh yeah, and he also says he doesn't know how to he didn't know how to end the uh, the message so K bye. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, now comes from uh, Gerardo. Good old Gerardo. Yep, Gerardo. Um, he uh, he sent us a list of things that uh, he has learned from uh, from conventions. Don't rely on your cell phone. There could be tens of thousands of people in your convention, all of them trying to make calls at different times, which means bad reception. Plan with your friends to meet at panels or certain areas just in case you get separated. That happened to us quite a few times at Anime Boston this year. Yeah, every time. time. (laughs) (laughs) Even the meetup spots didn't happen sometimes. I know. It was like,
3: oh, we'll meet up in the dealer's room. Okay, what part of the dealer's room? Yeah, where
1: are you guys? (laughs) Oh, we left. (laughs) We'll just meet you at the room tonight when we're done. Okay. Money is your friend. It's always good to carry money on you even if you don't plan on using it. If you have a habit of spending too much, leave some in your hotel and only take certain amounts. While well, vendors do have apps on their phones to take your credit card, they're not 100% reliable, as I have explained. Which he did. Um, yeah, and, uh, and at Anime Boston, that's 100% true because they keep them in a cement box. Yeah. So uh, no signals get out. Megacon does the same thing too. There's no signal at Meg- Megacon because you're basically in, in a giant cement hallway basically how jail is is put together (laughs) did you make it to MegaCon this year sean no
4: i didn't um i'm uh i think i'm gonna be going to gen con later this year oh really yeah and so i just uh i've been taking care of some other stuff and i'm looking to switch jobs here shortly so i didn't go to MegaCon.
1: (laughs) number three don't be afraid to go on your own while hanging out with your friends can increase the enjoyment of convention venturing on your own can be equally enjoyable uh no one to slow you down and everything like that no witnesses. <laughs> <laughs> Which brings leads into his next one: be social with random people. <laughs>
4: that's kind of why you're
1: there. I don't know. We weren't very social with random people, except for the people who came to our panel. That's when we became random. Uh, yeah, randomly social. Use the buddy system while waiting in line. There's some good people that will hold your place in line, even though that's not really ethical in my in my case. Um, but, like, going to take a picture of a restroom, that's usually okay with people. Yeah. Kind of like what we did uh, for the
3: anti-dubbings, flying for 42 Believer and her friend.
1: Uh, be curious to all cosplayers. While some people are not cosplaying amazing to the eye, their stories behind their costumes typically are amazing. Which is very true if you go back to our episode where we talk about cosplay from last con season. Make sure you don't leave a hotel a mess. That is just common practice and keep a quiet environment while in your hotel room, which we always have a problem with, it <laughs> seems. <laughs> but we never gotten in trouble so far, so that's oh, good. We always get Thank you, scenarios. Gerardo. <laughs> yep. And then um, <laughs> Kyle sends us a, uh, another con survival tip, and he says, Get a flu shot sev- several weeks in advance. Now, okay, that's a good suggestion. Um, granted, I have never gotten a flu shot ever, and I've never had the flu. I understand that con plague is a huge thing, but... I don't like needles, so I'm not going to voluntarily go get one. I think I, I interpreted this one differently than you. He got a flu shot too close to a con, and he got sick because of it. <laughs> oh. that's another. That, that could be another thing uh, entirely, but that's also a good point. <laughs> I'm <I've laughs> yeah, also just been,
4: saying. I, I mean, I didn't get the flu, but I got food poisoning in a convention once. so it was definitely oh my. on a Sunday. So oh I was asleep gosh. in the booth just... Dead, dead to
1: the world. <laughs> and then finally, we had a, uh, a new Tumblr ask from anonymous, anonymous, which we have answered on our Facebook um, and will be posting soon. Which is what's everyone's favorite misconception about Westerners that anime has presented to them. And yeah, and- we, we, me, and you both said the cowboy hat toting blonde. Blue eyes, like what's up? Yeah. Always, always, uh, always the we- uh, southern accent. W- women always seem to be wearing American flag bikinis. Yeah, we have big. Noses. Mine would be that
2: an American would know Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think was I the, just found it.
1: Mine was fat people and fat now, cowboys. See, I'm, I'm curious. What anime have you seen that has a fat? Because every single anime that I've seen, all there's never been a fat. Like uh, I don't remember. Right the top yeah, Kill my head. Kill
2: had an American high school team. They were all like buff football players.
1: Yeah, well, and and that's usually what the the in anime at least. Uh, yes, because there's a lot of like European Americans. They're always fat, mm-hmm. but Japanese Americans are usually always blonde haired blue eye. Like like Ghost in Shell had a
4: few Americans show up, and they were they were fat.
1: Yeah, the only person, the only people people I can think of are Bob from Tekken, who he intentionally made himself fat to make himself fight better, yeah. and, and Rufus from Street Fighter, who is just fat. Who Yeah, who's just really fat. Yeah. <laughs> Was that it? That's that all is it? all for fan service. So it's time to move on to some Shameless Plugs. Okay, guys. If you have done your homework and have been good cherubs, you all get A's. Um, uh, and get wicked A's. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we would like to hear your, what, like, something that maybe we didn't discuss that you would have liked. Uh, ask any of us. We'll give you an answer um, of, of what we thought of whatever you want to know. Uh, because we did, we covered a lot, but we didn't cover everything. Yeah. Um, Just tell us what you thought about Kill la Kill, too. Yes, please. Email us at wickedanimereviews at gmail.com. That's wickedanimereviews at gmail.com. It's all one word. <laughs> uh, you can also ask us on facebook.com. Um, you, can, you can talk to us on tumblr.com, which is uh, managed by Victoria. Uh, and us, uh, we contribute. Of course, you can find all the rest of our content. If, uh, if you're not listening to this podcast on Nerdy Show, you can find it on iTunes um, you can find our videos on YouTube.com slash anime Reviews, uh, as well as Nerdyshow.com slash anime. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that should be everything. Evan, do you want to give us some plugs for Boston Bass Brigade? All right. For the recent news, reviews, podcast episodes, and
3: videos featuring members of the Boston Bastard Brigade, you can find us at www.b3crew.com. If you have any questions, comments, song requests, if you you are in a band and want to be featured on No Borders Race, or if you have questions for our friend Sawa Sensei for our Nasu Nows on the Ango, you can write to us at thebastards at bostonbastardbrigade.com. You can find me on Tumblr at b3crew.tumblr.com on Twitter at King underscore Baby underscore Duck, and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Boston Bash Brigade. And do not forget about the other shows under the Land of Ash, including The Electric Sisterhood, Geek Agro any issues program we are going to be at pax east this coming weekend which uh might be last weekend depending on when this <laughs> show is going to be airing
1: all right guys thank you for listening to our show we do actually have a song this week uh, on the very very rare occurrence that i uh, that i, I Re- remember to tell that i know to remember to tell everybody a song obviously it's going to be the first opening to kill kill because that song is a baseball <laughs> all right guys so we can um i guess we're gonna sign off the only way we know how K5 okay. okay. let talk
4: about Kamen Rider on the show. On occasion, yeah. I haven't watched (laughs) the new season because it's all fruit-based and I think it's weird. (laughs) Wait, it's
2: fruit-based? Yeah,
4: all the armor and all the different riders are like
2: fruits. Do Do they get like, they carry an orange and then they squeeze it and transform or something? No,
4: actually they have the orange, it goes into their belt and then they press this thing on the belt and this little blade chops it open and then a portal opens from above and an armored orange. Falls out of the sky, (laughs) drops on him, and comes down and, like, unwraps to be his armor.
2: If they don't have some sort of Starburst Skittles crossover, then (laughs) their marketing people aren't doing their jobs. (laughs) Well, they also have, like, this weird
4: Digimon thing going on in it. I'm just like, oh, you need back to fighting aliens. I want to
6: fight aliens. Thanks for listening to the Wicked Anime Podcast. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend, rating and reviewing us on iTunes, shopping at nerdyshow.com/slash/store, or directly <laughs> donating to the network. Any size contribution gets you exclusive Nerdy Show audio and images and lets you participate in our monthly support drives. Just go to nerdyshow.com, support to chip in. To find out how you or your company can underwrite this or other nerdy show programming, visit n-e-r-d-y-show.com. Sponsorships. <laughs> For more episodes of the Wicked Anime Podcast, as well as other fine programs, community forums, videos, articles, and more, head over to nerdyshow.com you can subscribe to all nerdy show network podcasts via the itunes store and for the latest news follow us on all your favorite social networks we're glad to be your home for authentic nerdy entertainment